Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Tired of pushy recruiters sending you LinkedIn requests for jobs you have no interest in? Tired of blasting out resumes into the dark? If so, you should check out Hired.com. Hired.com flips job searching on its head by having top employers like Facebook come to you after you fill out one simple application. You also get your own job coach to help you on your next job search. If you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend you at least fill out the application. Just go to Hired.com forward slash simple programmer. And when you get hired with Hired, you'll get double the normal sign-on bonus for using that link. Kobaton is the mobile device cloud platform you need to manage the devices you own and access the devices you want. From manual to automation testing, Kobaton empowers developers to build great products faster. Manage and access the devices you need. Test on hundreds of devices and configurations. Identify issues quickly. Automatically created activity logs allow you to identify and resolve issues faster. Start testing sooner. Compatibility with existing development tools decreases testing time. Real devices, better testing, faster time to market. Visit kobaton.com slash simpleprogrammer to sign up and start testing in minutes. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonomez here from simpleprogrammer.com. So I got this question or this request to comment on one of my YouTube videos that said how to, uh, please make a video on how to forget, I think it's forget or repress past memories. <laughs> I thought this was, was kind of interesting. Uh, please make a video on how to forget past memories. I request, sir, I request you, sir, make it please. Well, <laughs> how could I refuse a request like that? So. I was thinking about this, and uh, and there's actually I'm going to show you a technique here. I'm going to kind of give you some ideas, some uh, a technique for for getting rid of past memories. Not necessarily getting rid of past memories, but rather for dealing with with bad memories. For uh, not not necessarily how to forget them, because I don't think you want to forget past memories. I think instead you want to figure out the the best way to handle and deal with these past memories. So first of all, a little bit about our memories, how our memories work, how how our mind works to, to store things that have happened to us in the future. Uh, it, w w what happens is that your memory is not 100% accurate, right? I think there's been a lot of scientific studies that have shown this, that it's, it's a lot of the reasons why a, a testimonial, one testimonial enough alone is not enough to convict someone of a crime like murder and and why, why we use a lot of uh, techniques to, to try and figure out what is the truth, why we have corroborating witnesses and reports and, and that, that whole, you know, if we went into, uh, you know, uh, what, what is the, the field of uh, uh, criminal justice, right? There, there'd be a lot of study on this. I'm not going to go into that. I'm not a criminal justice major or anything like that, but I am going to talk about, about memory. And so the thing is, like, with memory, we tend to store memory 
and, and how we sort it is, is kind of interesting as well. Uh, there's a real good book on general memory that, that like the kind of recalling things specifically called Moonwalking with Einstein. I did a, a book review on this, but that's not what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, w one of the things that, that you'll find with storing memory is that we tend to store memory based on emotion, right? So I think one of the things that a lot of people talk about is they say, hey, do you remember where you were on July 3rd, 1997? And people say, I don't know, right? But then you say, hey, do you remember where you were on September 11th, right? When that happened, and most people do. So when there's a, a huge emotional event, we tend to store that memory a little bit strong, more strong, or it's a stronger source, especially when it's traumatic, especially when it's bad, right? We, we tend to remember bad things. We tend to not remember good things so much. That, that just kind of kind of sucks. It, it makes sense from an evolutionary perspective, right? Because the bad shit is what's going to kill you. <laughs> I mean, remembering the, the good shit is, is good, but, but more so the bad shit is, is important to remember, right? So... But here's the thing. So let's, let's combine a few things here. So, so first of all, our memories are not perfect. They're not accurate. A lot of times, in fact, our memories are not the original memories, but they're what we've recalled and restored back in there. Uh, you know, so so almost like like you know, you had your original memory, and then you told yourself a story about that memory. And then you restore that. If you think about a lot of your childhood memories, it's probably not, it's, it's like a, a secondary recall, right? If you think about it, it's it's not that you can actually envision yourself being there, but you remember, you know the facts, the details of what happened, and so you, you've repeated to yourself, like you've recalled that so many times that it's not actually a memory, but it's a memory of a memory, if, if you think about it that way, right? But what does this mean? What this means is that we have the ability to control how we recall and how we replay memories. So the exercise that I want to give you, if you've got bad memories that are destructive to you, right? And, and a lot of times our self-image, what we think of ourselves can be formed by our memories. So there's a book called Psycho-Cybernetics. I've done a review. I don't know if I've done a review, but I've talked about this book quite a bit. And essentially the, the premise of this book is the fact that you're your self-image determines your behavior and the only way to alter your behavior is to alter your self-image okay and so one of the ways that our self-image is formed is by our memories and and more specifically not the actual events but how we choose to interpret and view those events right so you've got two things going on here in a memory right you've got the actual events that occurred and you've got your interpretation of the of the events right and this is a deeper concept than just memory I'm just gonna apply to the memory context here but if you think about it in life things happen and then there's what the story we tell ourselves about why or what the what why the things happened and what they mean and those things are are very different right the facts are the facts okay then what we tell ourselves about those facts is is sort of our opinion of them and it's it's not reality it, it's only the, the story that we've decided to tell ourselves so a lot of times we have like memories that we have negative connotations are on because we have told ourselves a story that has made it negative and and there's some things that you would you would try to say objectively. Oh, this is just a negative event. I mean, when my dog died, that was negative. There's no positive in that. Like John, what are you talking about? You fucking asshole. My dog died. I get what you're saying, but again, there's just the facts, and then there's the emotional story that you've attached to it. And I understand that your dog was very important to you, but that that doesn't mean that it's outright bad right there's no such thing as good or bad but thinking makes it so as Shakespeare 
once said. So here's what you can do. If you've got bad memories that are causing you to have problems that are hurting your self-image or hurting your ego in some way and causing you to act in a way that you don't want to act or, or they're, they're just bad in general, what you can do is this little exercise where basically what I want you to do is you want, I want you to go back, and this is NLP by the way, but I want you to go back and I want you to reimagine that memory, to go back to that memory, and there's a few things that you can do here. I'm just going to give you a simple technique, but it can get more complicated, but this is the basic idea. I want you to understand this basic idea, then you can apply this. I want you to go back to the memory, let's say the, the troubling memory of your dog dying, and instead of taking the viewpoint that you saw from from inside your body, I want you to take a, a, a different viewpoint. Maybe and maybe you play it back in several different viewpoints. View it from a different angle. So, for example, maybe you play it back from the dog's viewpoint, or maybe you play it back from God's viewpoint or the universe's viewpoint. If you don't believe in God, right? Or or you you play it back from the viewpoint of sitting above it, watching it all happen, okay, and thinking about how it all played into what ended up happening in life, right? There's a lot of ways that you can you can perform this exercise, but essentially what I want you to do is I want you to look at it objectively and, and actually to try and look at it from a positive viewpoint, but not from within yourself because you already experienced it firsthand and you attach a lot of emotions, a lot of meanings to that memory. But if you now replay that memory, okay, and now you're going to associate some positive attributes to that that memory. You can even do some things, some NLP things, like changing the color of the memory and making it black and white and playing it in slow motion or playing it backwards or making it louder or making it quieter or different aspects of it. But I find what's most useful is to go back and to re-envision that entire memory and to, to think about it in a totally different way as you're playing it back, to think of it in a positive way. And it might be helpful to be in a positive mindset first, right? Maybe watch my trailer video <laughs> to get yourself psyched up and feeling good, right? I, I do that sometimes, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, and then to go and re-experience that memory but this time, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be re-experiencing it from a very objective viewpoint, and you're going to attach positive, positive reactions in, in a positive story to it. Because remember, there's the events and there's how you interpret the events. So you can reinterpret those events, especially now based on your new life experiences and your new life perspective. If you've been watching this this channel for a while, if you've been watching my videos, if you've changed your life in some way, I know a lot of you have, and you have different viewpoints, but you have these memories that are plaguing you still from the old person you used to be. Well, we, we want to go back. We want to rehash all those memories, rewatch all those memories, but from the new vantage point that you have now, the new psychology that you've embedded in your brain, which is going to release you from those those bondages that are holding you because those memories are reminding of you of, of who you used to be, the pathetic version you, you used to be of yourself when you thought these things when you let these things happen to you whatever it is when you had that victim mindset but if you reinterpret them and replay them through this new lens you can essentially restore them right so that those memories now even though they record the same set of events you're not lying about the events you're just changing the story that was associated with them because when as humans when we remember things going back to what i said at the beginning we remember essentially emotions like what we remember is not just the facts we remember the facts plus our interpretation of them and that's what creates the the memories especially the strong memories the stronger the 
emotion, the stronger the memory, as I said with the 9-11 type of thing here. So that's the basic idea of this. Again, I, I could go into more detail. Uh, maybe I'll do a course and, and we can go into more exercises. I've done this extensively with a lot of my own memories in order to turn things that would have been negative, that would have been destructive to my ego, ego that would have been destructive to my self-development and I've turned them into positives by viewing them from from another angle viewing them in, in different ways uh, desensitizing myself to these especially traumatic memories that I may have and, and being able to see them either neutrally or positively and then restoring those memories so that when I recall on those memories now I have a different experience a, a positive experience an experience that is not traumatic that doesn't harm me in some way so don't forget memories instead review them, change the story about them, and restore them, and then you can utilize those memories and they'll actually be beneficial to you instead of harmful. All right, if you like this video, there's a, I have a request for you. Click the subscribe button if you haven't already. I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.